in five, four, three, two, one. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Moon Tea Podcast. I forgot which episode that we're on, but 21, I think. 21? I think Not so. That this anyone's... is gonna be 21. <laughs> Great. That's amazing. Uh, yeah. Well, the uh the usual co-hosts are here, and today we're joined by another John. John, do you wanna introduce yourself or do you want he to do it? Oh, I'll get it. I'll do a quick intro okay. for John. So John, John Gonzalez, he's one of my closest friends. He is so great to have come on the show. He is a aspiring and continually getting better as a data scientist, knowing his SQL and Python. And then on his free time, he does a lot of other extracurriculars. He's really one of my best and closest. Uh, yes, I'm down to do and try new things. So I'm really excited where this convo will go. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, it's, it's exciting. I mean, being on the podcast that I've been watching for a while is super awesome. Uh, first time being on a podcast, so I guess one of those like first time asking a question, but uh, long time listener kind of thing. <laughs> um, first time being inside a Hughes house too. So this is awesome. Uh, <laughs> wow. It's a great place. Yeah, this is, this so is awesome. This is, this is how you get invited to Hughes house. <laughs> you yeah, show up you as invited. a guest on the podcast. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I think, I think you're one of our first, if not our first commenter, he's, he's Rezzer. So on episode one or two, oh. <laughs> Rezzer's one of our first ever commenters. Hey. Oh, <laughs> amazing. It's an honor. Yeah. What, it, uh, is. it really is. Yeah. It's all mine. <laughs> out of, out of the episodes that you've seen, what, which ones did you really like? Mm. <laughs> Put me on the spot. Uh, honestly, I really enjoyed the first one because it was kind of the, I guess it was, uh, it was awesome seeing new things. And so you guys went into it without think, uh, not, ex- how do I say this? Kind of just going into it, guns blazing, let's do it all. Let's think about what we want to do in the future. And then seeing the, the reason I like that one so much is because I saw the, the newness, the, um, trying to find things to, to come up with and um, just seeing how everything will go and being excited about it. I, I love that energy that you guys brought into that first episode. And so from then on, seeing the growth over time, uh, bringing different people in. I recently heard one from you guys from the uh, Amazon guy who's trying to get uh, Amazon things to sell and things or things to sell on Amazon. And just overall, it's, it's, uh, it's been awesome seeing you guys grow. So I'd say the first one was my favorite because I've seen the progression. Wow, it's an honor. John has actually seen more than one episode. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, congrats. People are going to say the same thing about, about this episode and about whatever whatever we talk about today. So we're, we're making history as we know it. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's get into it. So... I have a question for John. John Gonzalez. (laughs) How is your time in the professional world growing as a data scientist? Tell us a bit about your story, what your background is, and what your aspirations are, how you're making it. Okay, okay. Um, Let's see. So I used to work in accounts payable. Um, It was accounting and just working with pricing. It was for a uh, construction company. Um, just kind of working with numbers. I, I figured it'd be really easy to go into that from helping out my dad with his landscaping business. 
And so I'd help them out, help them out with invoices, went straight to that small business uh, in, in construction. And then they were very lenient with me. They were very nice. They said, hey, do you want to go to school or do anything else? Like, feel free to take any time you need. And so I took advantage of that, uh, went to school, went for IT. Um, you know, I, I was kind of, uh, I originally tried medical like long before that, um, but uh, realized that I didn't like it as much. Um, anatomy was my like breaker, I guess, for me. And uh, yeah, so I kind of just took a break from school, then came back and did IT, like I said, um, really enjoyed it. It's always been around computers, always tried making some and everything. And yeah, loved it. Um, went to school, everything was great. Actually got an internship, went to full-time. Um, and then from there, I had an amazing manager. He, um, I think his name was Frank Owen. Um, great guy, awesome guy. He uh, got to know more about me and saw how I saw things. And so from there, he gave me different projects to work on. Um, one of them was creating a, a database for all of our um, IT supplies, whether it be mouses, keyboards, um, computers even, uh, just in general, just everything I could. So made the database, um, started figuring out ways to uh, allocate everything. And then from there, uh, we also had tickets, of course, uh, most jobs have ticketing systems. Um, so he said, hey, you were really good at making the database and taking uh, account of everything. Just uh, see what you think about these tickets that why are we getting so many? And so um, did, I kind of pulled them all, did some research found out that a lot of our tickets were from new hires. Um, new hires were just having tons of issues with on the IT side of things. Um, they would say, they would send in 10 requests for different, uh, for a login issue or for um, uh, access to things or needed a different mouse, keyboard wasn't working, things like that. And so I um, realized that and gave that information to my manager and said, perfect, let's try to cut down on these tickets then. And so I uh, set up, uh, for every new hire, there'd be like a initial IT contact with them and then one at the end of their, their beginning week. And that cut down tickets by like 25% or something just because we were hiring so much, it was so big or even more. Um, but yeah, I loved that. And I uh, very shortly after that, I let him know how awesome that felt and how great. And he said, you know what? You should go into data. You should go into data science and find ways to, to solve or yeah, find solutions for some problems pretty much similar to that. And so I said, you know what? awesome. I appreciate you. And uh, I started looking for another job, actually. And I found another uh, position uh, at, at the time it was called UTC. Um, and then it became Collins Aerospace. And so that's kind of what it's transitioned into while I was there. And then now it's called Raytheon Technologies. So that's the company that I went to, but it just went through three different changes there. Um, and that time I was mainly just working through Excel, I guess, data, not necessarily Python or SQL or anything, a little bit of SQL, but for the most part, it's just Excel, making macros, um, working, I guess it was very corporate. So lots of dashboards, lots of, uh, uh, my job was mainly just automating the dashboards, making sure everything worked out good, looking at data quickly and getting a dashboard ready for other people to then just say, hey, with the click of a button, I'm going to get all the information I need out of this step out of this uh, spreadsheet of data um, using only Excel because they were more corporate, a lot older, didn't have the newer um, newer stuff. And so over time, I met Hugh and other people who were like, you know what, you should continue pursuing this, keep going into data science. And, and uh, I knew I needed to learn um, 
Python and SQL. And actually, I remember talking to you as well, John, about this exact same thing on uh, when we went mm -hmm. out in, in Gilbert. Um, we just kind of sat down and you were like, hey, what do you do? <laughs> Tell me about it. And so I talked to you. And as I was talking to you about it, then and there, I was like, yeah, I really got to start doing this. I got to start learning other languages. And so I found a job um, where I'm working now. It's called Oscar Health. Um, they recently IPO'd, so pretty new. Uh, it's a health insurance company. And they said, hey, we'll teach you SQL and Python. So that was perfect for me. I got into it. Um, been liking it ever since. It's I got in a weird time because uh, due to COVID and such, um, I got in and they instantly said, hey, you're going to be working remote. This is, you're going to be one of our first wave of people working remote. So any feedback you have, please let us know. Got my laptop, got to work on everything, had a weird orientation, but uh, I've been liking it still. And I, you know, became, uh, had a great time, came somewhat of a lead. Um, and then uh, I asked to work more with Python. And so lately, more just focused on that uh, lately. And it's so, yeah, uh, that's where I am now. Um, what I want to do more uh, is still continue working with data, different different types. And I think I just need to work on my own projects. I think that's what more what uh, uh, people who have asked for advice have been telling me. Q as well, of course. And so that's kind of where I'm at right now. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. So uh, that was a long-winded, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. That's super cool. Cause a lot of people, um, just for, just for reference, we had Eugene on the podcast a few episodes ago and he actually works in accounts payable right now. Oh, awesome. Yeah. And, and I really like the route that you took, which is you found a way to get paid to learn. Yeah. And you would like selectively apply for jobs and interview for jobs and try to try to work on those skill sets that you're trying to get better at. So that is super cool. So it's it's like the uh the less risky route of of like like working on your skill set and everything. So that that's super cool that you are where you are right now. Yeah. Yeah, it's been fun. It's been a journey and it's not over. Uh as uh I still have goals and realized that uh, I do want uh, to do more with data science, not just work with health insurance or just numbers and solving these problems for some businesses. I want to make a real impact on society, really. So I feel like data science is really the way to go with it. And uh, there's so much so much data everywhere nowadays. We have it attached to us that, are, you know, other big businesses take advantage, not take advantage, more just use it in different ways. Um, and so, yeah, I want to be able to, to do a lot with it. And I see a lot of benefits to it. And so that's, that's my, um, my view of it, of everything with that. Um, what about you guys? What do you guys feel about all the data stuff nowadays? Oh, what do we do? What do, what do you, how do you guys feel about um, all the data that's available? Do you guys ever find it interesting? Like, uh, I know there's um, one, so re when I was trying to get into data there, I heard about like uh, Amazon Rainforest where they um, put a bunch of Nokia phones all around the forest that would detect um, set frequencies of a chainsaw because it was a completely different frequency that compared to like, oh. um, you know, all the, all the animals out there or random uh, Amazon forest sounds. So any, um, anything that was an outlier, they would know, hey, this is people, they're, you know, people trying to cut down trees. And so that would instantly inform the, uh, 
response team and then they would go and, and resolve the issue. So data can be used for multiple things. And so things like that have always been interesting to me. So I'm curious if you guys have heard of any anything else or with with these kind of, what, what do you guys think can be done with data, I guess? Oh, big question. Here you go first. <laughs> Man, I'm put on the spot. No, I think that <laughs> I want to hear more about John's John's insights on the data. This is this is fantastic. I so for me, I, I don't really have that many insights on data data of of tools or tech and how it's being utilized or deployed. Uh, I think that's really cool. And um, no, I'm I'm a designer. I need to learn more. It's <laughs> like I'm so excited. <laughs> Tell me more, John. <laughs> I guess it goes to John Kim after, right? I mean, I don't know. I'm on the spot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. That's how I felt. Yeah. Like, oh, I just kept talking. It's <laughs> great. Yeah, maybe uh maybe it could be a role to uh to show us some of the cool ways that data is being used. I mean, Hugh and I probably read about it and we're just like, oh neat. But we're not we're not as deep on the on the data side of things because because I'm doing development and like fixing things and building things and then Hugh is making things look awesome. And so so we're uh, on our respective paths. So yeah, maybe maybe you can tell us about like, like what is being unlocked because of the amount of data that we have, and like, yeah, yeah. Uh, I feel like uh, even just the ability to live longer, I feel like has a lot to do with the data we have. Uh, so mainly, I mainly bring that up because of health insurance. <laughs> I know based on that, they have used a lot of data to see where. Okay, I should rephrase. So some stuff that my company looks at is why people are going to the doctor and, uh, and seeing how they can ensure that uh, their issues kind of get resolved sooner before they even have to go. Um, so just kind of incorporating um, yeah, data with, with health insurance in a way. And so um, they, it's just something as easy as like, hey, you haven't gone in this long to get a check let's let's get you in there we've got a meeting set up for you and um i think that's what my company does right now is just kind of reaches out a lot more because they have all that information and they're willing to just go above and beyond for the for the customer and so that's that's something that they do um on like a gaming side of things because i really like video games um there's a lot of smart devices everywhere whether it be smart uh uh fridges, smart chairs, even smart, uh, you know, tons of devices. Um, uh, so it's pretty cool seeing where a person can go into like a um, go play video games anywhere, really. So you can go to a cafe and that have specialized uh, settings for you as a player. So keyboard with the already configured configurations that you want mouse with the right sensitivity chair that uh, gets to your specifications i guess and just all that is, is pretty cool um, is that actually a thing uh yeah it, it is a chair smart chairs are a thing i know you can configure uh keyboards and configuration with like steam and really uh -huh. you're yeah. kidding no <laughs> is, that's so cool it's like so so i can they're gaming arcades oh interesting yeah. is this in, Wait, like, those, in japan or something or the they, they're called like pc bunks yeah, that, yeah there's it, is uh, that still i guess i call them just cyber cafes i don't know the right term for them uh, but... they do they still exist because my my impression was that that was a lot more common when people didn't have powerful computers 
and like powerful like personal computers but then now it seems like if you really want one you can have one oh yeah i guess for sure i can only uh recently i had two friends who uh, thomas and julie actually i don't know if i'm supposed to make shout outs okay um they went to a pc a local cafe around here um and they said they loved it. And oh, well, you have one locally? Yeah, we have one locally, so we can check it out sometime. Totally. And, and it's mainly just, uh, so if you have a PC, like a big PC, and you don't want to carry it around with you to go LAN, you could just go to one of these places, these cafes, Ooh. and you all just set up and play. They're clean, they're nice. There's snacks and drinks and all the best things that you want from a LAN, really. <laughs> so you just go there and just start playing games. Plus, everything's readily available. You don't have to... Um, I host some or me, our house hosts land sometimes and everyone gets there and they have to download the game which takes a while like our internet isn't the best at times um, disconnections happen sometimes a mouse malfunctions or you know some uh, what is it an update came on and no one expected it and now they're out for an hour while we're all playing games that person's out so that's kind of the benefit of going to a cafe even now you just kind of go there and play games without having to worry about whether or not your computer is ready and and uh, or everyone else is also ready to play and stuff yeah so that's always a cool thing do you think it's more is it actually like is it a lucrative business in the states because i know in japan and and more eastern asia country asian countries there's a lot of you can even sleep in those places right and you can stay there for really cheap if you want to travel i hear that's a really good hack or like the gaming cafes that's pretty cool actually i did not know that was a good hack yeah sounds good and then um they have like open tops though so you can hear everything uh, oh, but yeah. you can you get like a dedicated pc you have like a little couch so people sleep on the couch it's not really a bed yeah but i don't know i, I youtube rabbit holes showed me <laughs> that one <laughs> do do the ones here have the um the data-driven settings like user profile input they have it for the computer not necessarily for like the chair oh. uh, i think smart chairs are a lot newer um but i could see it being implemented pretty easily for people that similar that would just be interested in just seeing it blowing my mind yeah it's pretty cool so if let's say again you have your own computer set up at home you're you're already so used to a certain way of playing that when your friends ask you hey let's go to a cafe and play and you go it's just like you're at home except you're right next to your friends in a way but uh yeah so to answer your question um i don't think they're as lucrative here but they're still around um they're they're yeah they're still around japan definitely has a lot more a lot more internationally but yeah, they're the cool ones. There's Howie's Game Shack in California. Now that one's big, and they just not only have computers, but like um, regular video games, right like on. Xbox and PlayStation. Yeah, I kind of want to find if there's like you know tiers to it. I want to find the best one and just travel there to, yeah, to visit. It. That would be cool. Be really cool. I bet it's luxurious. I'm yeah. sure because there's so much. The gaming industry is getting pretty big these these days, right? Oh yeah. One of on a slight tangent from you know the professional side of things, uh, John is one of the uh, like um i really really respect and appreciate john and and our good friend nick they've been to you know how they're like the nba championships or the you know um the super bowl for football there's a thing in dota for a video game called ti it's called the international and it's the championship every year and john and and nick have made road trips to Seattle and John, I just think it's so cool. I really want to go. I think yeah. Dota is one of the coolest storylines, especially with, uh, with OG, hopefully what yeah, four yeah. P no three P three P three P 
so John's thinking about going to where was it Sweden this year or was, next year? Yeah, it was originally Whoa. in Sweden, which uh, I wanted to go. I couldn't wait. I was excited. That's one of my like goals, or I, I've written down goals, and going to Sweden was one of them. Um, but it got it was for last year. It got canceled, postponed to this year, and then this year it fully got canceled and got switched to going. It's going to be in Romania this year, and so that's wow. kind of uh, an idea. Where so is your goal to go to Sweden or to go to the gaming tournament? It was it was to go to Sweden. So unfortunate that it got canceled. But uh, Romania is pretty awesome too. It's international. I haven't really, to be honest, guys, I haven't I've never been anywhere other than the states, really. Or, or okay, uh, I haven't been overseas. I should say, yeah, I've been to Canada, I've been to Mexico, but yeah, I've never been overseas. So just wanted to go check it out. Um, that's going to be soon too. It's in October. So if I want to go, I got to start buying tickets it's on my mind but yeah like uh he said i used to go to seattle every year we did it for like six or seven years so cool yeah it's six years for sure or, or five yeah, but uh yeah we just drive up a bunch of us together uh wow. road trip from here to seattle mm-hmm. i i used to always say um on my like dating profile like questions or uh you know that i randomly ask you stuff i always say like oh yeah i drive 24 hours up to up north to seattle and 24 hours down to Mexico sometime or like once a year, each of them. So yeah, a lot of, wow. a lot of road traveling. <laughs> yeah. It's been, it's been cool. Huh. It's been cool seeing all the different things and along the way um, you just, the reason why I like traveling so much or just road trips in general is uh, you get to get really close to people in the car and also learn more about them and know what they like, how they interact in different environments. And there's a lot of awesome hikes, which is something that I've been really into recently. And uh yeah that learn in seattle or or just yeah, around all around so you could go so we'd always take the california route so you go one year we did the one freeway so it's all the way down the coast and did that one year it took a while um got to see some cool sites and everything and do some hikes oh you did the uh, pch yeah yeah we did that. <laughs> it was really fun it was really nice i don't i don't know anyone i don't know any american who has done that it's always like <laughs> someone from germany that's like yeah we went down the pch and i was like you drove like 10 hours when you could have driven in like six (laughs) same thing we were just young we were like wanting to experience as much as we could uh we only had so many days and so we just said you know what let's do it let's leave a little bit earlier go to ti and have a great time there and so yeah it was it was awesome um so you asked about hikes i have done some in seattle and washington um but oregon is where i've probably done the most and just a very i don't know if i've done very few uh off trails in california for the most part yeah uh, but a lot in arizona of course <laughs> it's been great here amazing yeah. that's um, super but, cool yeah you like uh, you like road trips a lot more than than i do yeah you'd have you well last time you were here you you self-drove yourself to uh oh yeah i california. did yeah <laughs> So yeah, that must have been awesome in itself. I would love to be in that car to not have to worry about driving as much. Yeah, yeah, that actually wasn't so bad. I think it was like four hours. Yeah, from from LA. Yeah, around there. Yeah, not I so bad. I think it's usually like four to six, but yeah, for sure, it's it's it must have been going fast. <laughs> one time, one time, Hugh and I drove, and then we met in the middle, and then what? we went up to Big Bear. Wow, that's awesome. It must have been a great trip. And we, went, and we went camping up there. That was fun. <laughs> That's something I want to do. I want to go camping again. Yeah? I, I, well, yeah, of course. I, we got to start doing going camping. 
we have a trip coming up too dude um, we really need to we oh, gotta no. start camping we gotta start doing all that stuff i i've been hiking i've I, i've been hiking a lot similar to i wrote down uh, like goals every so we had some friends i wrote down goals five years ago it's been six now so uh six years ago i wrote down a five-year goal list and i accomplished most of them i wish I had what, what were they go down uh, the list i'd have to see the picture that, that you're uh, that you're okay that you're okay sharing yeah, to yeah the world once, <laughs> once i remember or like i wanted three to was it three i think i, I hope i put down two to four houses <laughs> i put down uh i wanted so the financial ones or like i don't know money ones i guess i put down i wanted to own two to four houses i think i wanted to make over sixty thousand dollars i wanted to i put down that i wanted to travel to sweden or hawaii which i haven't done that's the one i couldn't do um i wanted to not be married which people make fun of me for having that sometimes i like it yeah it's, it's, a, it's a funny <laughs> one um i wanted to finish school i hadn't finished school at, at that point and i really wanted to commit and that was around the time where i uh, made that transition to from uh accounts payable to it and then you know kept going um i, I know i had a couple other ones uh I was very, I used to weigh 135 pounds, 140 at most. And so I wanted to gain weight at that time. So I'm pretty sure I had that on there where I get to 160. Now I'm way above that. <laughs> but uh, Congrats. it was, a, I know. Exceeded, I know. exceeded your <laughs> exceeded, goals. Exceeded, checked <laughs> off, big check mark. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. I, I, are there, where are others? But just overall, there's goals like this, just small ones that at the time seemed so out of reach. And being able to accomplish a couple just felt great, awesome. Um, yeah, and then and again, it's one of those things where I wrote it down five years ago. Most people forget or just look back and think, "Oh, I didn't do these," or they changed so much. But uh, writing them down really stuck in my mind and kept me going with them. And that's end of the day, that's probably what got me to accomplish most of them. So that felt great. So it, it was awesome. It was awesome for sure. For um, me, and making above sixty k seems a lot more doable than buying two to four houses that's so it's interesting interesting that they're like on the on the same category yeah yeah they're again i just wrote them down one night it was uh well i guess i had thought about them for a while but yeah, i wrote them down um 60k at the time uh because even before working you know more professional environment i worked at quick trip local uh gas station around here and uh I think I was making like 825 an hour. So, you know, not that much money. So getting up to 60K was, would just sounded so, so lucrative to me at the time. Um, and, uh, and yeah, again, I'm there. And I, I got to that point. I got past that. I got to uh, the two houses as well. Um, and just the traveling was really the main one I didn't get to do. So yeah, it felt, feels good. <laughs> um, so that being said, Lately, I have to, I, I say six years, because when I accomplished my goals or, you know, that date finally came and I looked at everything, um, I told myself, I'm going to make some new goals. I'm going to do it again, Ooh. five years. Let's make some more. And I haven't done it. So it's been on my mind. Ooh. And uh, yeah, there's a- Is this, some... could, could this be the chance to, to uh, think about your, yeah, of course. your next five-year goals? Of course, of course. As long as you guys have a goal with me as well. Sure. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Um, okay. 
Well, should we think of? Well, like how, a how old are you, John? I am 28. 28? Cool. I'm 29. 29. Um, awesome. Yeah, so in five years, he'll be 33. I'll be 34. He will be 32. 32. Um, yeah, I don't know. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's a tough question. Five years, so much changes. In, it's in so funny. I, I, I think it's just so impressive that you had friends who were that awesome in your life to do that with yeah. at the time and also that you wrote them down and did them. I don't think I've ever had more than like a six-month goal. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I don't know when or what it was. I just I don't think completing college was really a goal. It's just like I had to do it. <laughs> I don't think... <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever done have you ever had done a five year goal or anything, John? Yeah, I have. Nice. Yeah. I accomplish all of them. Any one or good ones? Yeah, when I was twenty two or twenty-three, I I was about to move to San Francisco and uh had a it was I was, I was starting a job on like January 5th or something. And then uh, with a group of friends, we had a New Year's Eve celebration. And we we're just like listening to music and stuff. And then, and then I was like, I was, I was just like grooving. And I was like, these are my goals for the five, next five years. And we're all like, yeah. But, it wasn't it wasn't as uh, concise as <laughs> as the other Johns, but but I was just like I was like I want to travel a lot and have really cool experiences. Um, I want to I want to be like financially in a in a much better place, or like a good place. Um, it's like I want to date, not be married though, but. <laughs> what else? Um, Asterisk. I, I don't think I. I don't think I wrote it down. I think I was just like, I was just like monologuing it. But yeah, I mean, in in general, I think I got. I think I, like, got to those goals in a way that I was like, sure, that's fine, that's good. Yeah, you're good. That's awesome. Um, um, have you guys heard of the Berry Play? much buried life the what it's uh the buried life is a mtv show that released a couple years ago um four guys they traveled around the united states and they uh had like a hundred gold hundred items on their gold list and they each one they crossed off they would help somebody cross someone cross a goal off their list um uh, so they nice. just yeah it was, it was really nice it was really cool i that's what inspired me originally to make the goals uh. kind of stick to goals um and although the show is very old now and um, I still keep, uh, it still stays in my mind. I followed some of the guys from the show and uh, one guy, uh, Ben Menthon, he still, he now like goes around and does, uh, he's a public speaker, inspires people. And uh, wow. he, his big thing right now is just telling people like, hey, if you want to, you know, pursue your goals and just, you got to write them, write them down first, get them, get them out there and remember them and, and uh, it'll really, I mean, that's stuck with me always. So, so yeah, sometimes write them down and I feel like that's a, that's a pretty important thing or a pretty cool thing to, to do as well, to look back on them years from now and feel like, wow, I did do this. Pretty awesome. 
Yeah, that is very cool. For the uh, for the two houses, do you do you live in one of them and do you rent out the other? Like, how does that yeah. work? Yeah, I rent out the other, live in one of them. Um, that's exactly how it works. <laughs> and uh, how long have you had them? Uh, the first one, it was purchased, I think, July of 2019. Yeah, July 2019, then a year later, or around March uh, for 2020 was when the other one was bought. Um, Ooh, so yeah, good timing. A, yeah, yeah, good timing right before COVID. It's really funny because uh, roommate and I, um, we ended up uh, purchasing everything that we needed for the house. So like we stocked up on toilet paper, soap, pasta, just all kinds of stuff that all sold out instantly. So we, uh, yeah, it was very funny to have all that ready us and everyone struggled well i mean it, well, okay, it wasn't very funny it was more just uh lucky for <laughs> sure that we had everything Global Hilarious. <laughs> what a joke <laughs> no yeah so that yeah it's been cool um yeah, all like, you really need is a dump in man and then you can get yourself a house uh funny story i was watching a video of tim ferris talking about like what he keeps in his house and one of the things was like he's like yeah i carry this like giant barrel of clean water i have i have two of them and i was i was just like what a what a freak like what an insane person carrying carrying these like giant buckets of water in his house and then i was like oh yeah he lives in austin and he like just over the just like in january or february there was like like all the pipes froze I was like, Whoa. oh, I forgot. Okay, never mind. Like, I, I'm wrong to judge him. It was like pretty <laughs> cool that that happened. Um, so I think if I have a house, I'll think about like what is, what are the, some of the worst things that could happen, and then I'll I'll uh, prepare for that. Yeah. But um, yeah. I mean, I'm uh, and then on the topic of houses, I'm I'm moving to New York City, so. I think my, I think my uh, rent will be. I'm not. 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 Yeah. yeah. Out there. New York. <laughs> a bit of a different game. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, my my girlfriend and I were talking the other day because she's moving from Seattle to New York. And then we were just like, okay, if you take your salary and my salary, and then you because Washington doesn't have a an income tax, like yeah. and you add the uh New York plus New York State income tax, and you add the uh like how much more housing costs and how much shittier it is like wow like is is it worth living in new york city for like this this like six digit amount like i don't know like probably (laughs) not (laughs) but but we're like but we're not like the point of our life is not to uh is not to maximize money but i was like man 
<laughs> I was having second thoughts right there. But <laughs> hey, it's New York. You're gonna do a lot of fun stuff. Um, I went a long time ago as well, and uh, one friend of ours, uh, me and Nick, um, we had a friend who uh, his name was Ferguson. He was staying in Columbia, and so we got to stay with him for a week, and uh, we got to explore New York. It was my first time. It's pretty different than I expected. Uh, food was delicious. I recommend going to Grace Papaya. If you like hot dogs and just kind of, I, I really liked it. I, it was one of my more favorite places, I guess. Um, and uh, yeah, just, I don't know, great things about New York. I remember a lot of great things, also some bad. So like the um, subway was not how I expected. Like in movies, it looks so clean, looks so nice. Really? It's a little, <laughs> it's a little dirty, a lot dirtier than I expected. Smelling oh yeah, it's gross. Yeah. I, I, and I bought the week pass for while I was there. So I Ooh. didn't want to, you know, we didn't do the, I don't think Uber was a thing at the time, but um, yeah, I didn't do taxis or anything. It was mainly just all subway and uh, yeah, way different. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You have a great time. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure I could have a great time in Gilbert, Arizona too. <laughs> Come, Come on <laughs> here. This way's way cooler. Well, yeah. it's kind of hot right now, but it gets way it's better. Okay. Like it's it's hot it's hot in los angeles as well yeah. um and and new york city is also hot and humid kind of sucks in the summer but yeah anyways yeah. uh i heard i heard uh oregon's crazy right now too where they're like hitting 110 degrees or plus in oregon of all places. oh yeah yeah um pacific northwest was quite hot uh oregon gets a little bit hotter than seattle but seattle virtually almost never goes over over 100 and then on whatever that sunday was like two or three weeks ago it hit 104 and then the monday it hit 108 and like oh, something like 60 percent of homes don't have ac so yeah yeah that sounds dreadful it was bad oh my goodness how do you not have i was reading earlier about there's different types of architectures for homes and, and they're kind of taking inspiration from from arizonian type architecture but we don't have amazing ones in a lot of our suburbs but there's <laughs> this this shading structure and the type of material you can use for your walls can create better insulation mm -hmm. and so like plywoodish woodish stuff is a bit better for heated environments but it must be interesting in in oregon where you know it's getting over 100 and you don't have ac ac that blows my mind and i'm sure that their architecture isn't built for staying cooler so it must get way hotter goodness being in a house i wonder what like what the average temperature of houses data let's sign data on yeah, that what right. the average temperature of houses were in that stretch of time that didn't have ac probably 80 plus that's oh, yeah, pretty sure pretty rough I remember swimming in a pool. One of my worst, best memories of swimming was in, in high school. I think it was like junior year. The, the, the cooler in the pool broke for the, the pool we swam in as a team. And I remember swimming in this pool and it's probably 85 plus. I mean, that's pretty hot for a pool. I have never, I'm a sweater, but when I swim, I don't really sweat, obviously, but <laughs> I have never forgotten the feeling of feeling beads of sweat going down my face as I'm on the wall, ready to do a next set. Wow. And I was like, this is 
really weird like really 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 warm water just not not hot not scalding but like warm and uncomfortable and then swimming and exercising i was like this is a weird combo never happened again (laughs) that was a funny one that was very funny that's weird that you have water coolers i don't think we had that yeah no i mean an optimal swimming competition temperature for athletes is around 74 degrees fahrenheit so usually in in olympic type pools or regular pools that public people can go to they usually have ac not ac uh cool cool coolers and and they can get to that type of temp which is cool that's awesome yeah by the way speaking of swimming I still want to do yes oh so goal aspirations okay let's hear it yeah let's get on yes this is it this is five-year goal (laughs) or is this a 10-year it's probably a five-year five-year here we have it done because actually since i've met you i've talked to you about this Um, we started training yeah so i i'll try to um talk about it as best as i can so pretty much a couple years ago got into podcasts joe rogan was uh the main podcast I listened to. Gateway and, drug. Yeah, Dreadful he had, guy. He had Peter Atia. Uh, he's a Canadian physician on, on his podcast. And um, before listening to him, I was like, eh, it's, it's awesome. It's great stuff. But I just wasn't as big into podcasts until I heard this guy. This guy got me really into podcasts and also into wanting to swim um, because he does long distance swims. And he did, uh, he mainly talked about the Catalina Island to, you know, California shore. Um swim that he did. He just talked about it and he made it sound so amazing where you're swimming in a pitch black and only moonlight uh and you know the whole like the, what is it there's microbes or something actually lights up in the water i forgot what it was really but but yeah as he's like swimming he uh everything's lit up around him and and just the way he described it just sounded so amazing and he all the hard work and dedication that he put into it and he said finally getting into land was the best feeling of his life that he hasn't experienced in any other way and that's it's like a 20 mile uh oh shit 20.2 miles yeah i was like i was like that takes like an hour on speedboat (laughs) yeah it's a while and yeah i that was one of those things where it was on my mind of like you know what i want to do this i want to do it but i never wrote it down i never was like i'm gonna for sure do it but over the years i've been wanting to do it more and more and uh meeting Hugh he was uh found out he was a collegiate swimmer and so I was like you know what Hugh can we go can you teach me how to swim better because I I know how to swim I've I even took classes as a you know really early on but collegiate swimmer here I was like I I need to know what I'm doing wrong um so we went to the pool we went to EOS and he taught me some stuff and I felt great about it and we kind of stopped going because of <laughs> why uh, did we stop going, John? We, why did we go? Why did we stop going? We stopped going because um, unfortunately someone broke into Hugh's locker and took all his stuff. More like I <laughs> forgot to lock the locker with all of our oh, stuff. Man. The lock's there and I just didn't close it. Yeah, I was like an friend. idiot. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm the one that did it, but John feels guilty about it. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because it's I, my fault. I heard you talked about this on the podcast. And I was like, oh, that's me. That was like me. <laughs> He was like a friend of mine wanted to learn how to swim. I was like, oh, that's me. Shout <laughs> <For a> out. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's uh, I yeah, I pretty much felt terrible about it, and I never, never wanted to go back. To that. <laughs> that's, that's, come that's, back, come we'll, back. We'll go back. Someone, someone stole your guys's clothes. His okay. <laughs> steal, <laughs> steal my credit card. Go spend eight hundred dollars. 
fries and Walmart each, fine, you know, like, but please, if you ever listen, if you are the one that stole my Edinburgh Speedo, please, please give it back. Everything else, just take it, just take it, just, just please. That's one of a guy. So sad. I know, I know. Oh, Someone oh, stole man. your speedo. I know. Yeah. The I remember you ranting about it. What a dreadful. <laughs> I did, oh, no. I'm a broken record. I can't get past it. I'm emotionally stuck. This is a blocker in my life. If uh, if I do this, the you know, complete the the swim, I'm sure we can reach out to the school and just say, hey. I did this in, in for these sh- uh, for them. Wait, is this like is this so? Is this your way of convincing me to do Catalina with you <laughs> yeah, so that I can sure. get my speedo back from Edinburgh? Think about it. We get so much publicity. There's only been like a handful of people, no more than two hundred. I feel like. I think last time I checked, it was one hundred and twenty. I don't. I don't know how many more. Dude, that that's a swimming a marathon. Yeah, it's a that's lot. That's wild, dude. It's a lot, and like, depending on the time, like the waves too, it could take longer. And I, 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 I did swim and water polo in high school. And I'm, I'm still saying that is wild, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what everybody tells me. Yeah. But, I was like, I support it. That's just really hard. And there's no, there's no like, there's no like, oh, I'm tired. I'm going to take a break on the wall. Oh. Or Can or, you not? I think they have a boat. You have a boat that supports you. Is there a boat? You. Yes. There yeah, is. without a doubt. And I just don't know if you can touch it or do anything with it. Mm. Oh, so just, there's rules to it i think there's just it's just oh. there yeah yeah it's just there they throw you water and they give you electric like you float in the water and you just kind of float and they feed you some uh, electrolytes and stuff yeah. too that's how they norm that's how i know of open water long distance swimming at least yeah 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 so there, there's a whole wow. thing there's a website for it too you can just sign up there so i was like okay perfect oh wait there's a sign up let's sign you up yeah let's do it in a few years for like <laughs> for like three I, years from now yeah yeah but it's a it's definitely a big goal and uh definitely want to get to it but hmm. yeah not right now <laughs> i don't know not ready right now i might i don't know if i i don't know if i could be convinced maybe i don't know i feel like i would supp- i will be on the boat that's but, even but, you on the boat there and it would be awesome but having you in the water with me as well wow what a that'd be a great trip <laughs> dude if it was if it was two miles that would be that'd be great <laughs> Just are you adding another digit to that it's another two 22 point dude i used to swim one mile as a 30 minute workout oh man and that's rough i I don't know if i've ever i've done one mile swim that's it at most and that was when i was very young i did a triathlon impressive yeah that was it so you did an olympic unless it's a lot less it was at school it was in middle school so i don't maybe it wasn't an olympic i think it would probably be nice to swim a mile without flip turns like yeah mile in a pool with flip turns is not that fun you just spin a lot yeah but a mile in open water under the moonlight right it sounds amazing times 20 not only that but we could (laughs) (laughs) we could even um do more to it so we'd have to be there for a while and get used to the water and everything and kind of wait for we could wait for the best time most optimal time and just go do it it might actually be faster than we think if we wait for the perfect day i i think i have a possibility we need if you train for it I once heard that there are ultra marathoners, right? People that do 50 to 100 plus miles. I once heard, and I don't know if this is a myth or not, at like halfway or two thirds of the way through, some ultra marathoners will take two to three shots of vodka or some type of hard alcohol. I've heard this too. Yeah. So I think my suggestion 
take it or leave it. But, but I hear it's really good. At mile 14, <laughs> chug a fifth. <laughs> so Peter, Peter Atia, he mainly said he threw up because of the like water that he wasn't used to, like mm. swallowing it so much and all that stuff. So we could probably do it and just throw it up as we're going, maybe. <laughs> this sounds fantastic. <laughs> yeah, oh, man. I, I would do it. I would do it. I think <laughs> throw it I think the problem is that Hugh and I know how painful swimming is. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Look at this smile. It's so innocent. I'm like, that's not bad, you know? Yeah, I could do it. I could do it if I put my mind to it. Like swimming is not fun. <laughs> it's it's Don't I mean it, it can be pull you down. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I mean <laughs> support your I dreams. Would, I would also I would also learn how to breaststroke really efficiently because yeah. that could be how you make it. Yeah, or just oh, yeah. like double arm backstroke for like a mile, just like uh, <laughs> looking up at the, the moon. Oh, that, yeah, yeah that'd it, actually it be, would really be, nice. be really nice. You could see all the stars up there. And, yeah, that'd be great. Be amazing. Yeah, as long as you don't just have to do freestyle because then you're just looking at the darkness of the abyss. Yeah. But if yeah, you can like true. backstroke, one of the best feelings is backstroking in like a light mid strength storm of, ra of rain and, and a wow. pool. And it's like kind of cloudy or like sunset or sunrise beautiful and and like light precipitation and you're swimming and the water's the rain splashing on your face and you're doing backstroke and you're like looking at the colors and wow and it's such a good moment I mean, again he makes it sound amazing it's uh, the night again and he's <laughs> as he's stroking the the algae that's what it is the algae mm. lights up and so every stroke it's just bright and nice and so yeah it seems wow. awesome wow, wow. Luminescent. and and of course that boat has had his friends and family or you know people close to him so i'm pretty sure hopefully you guys could be there and uh you know it'd be a really, really fun time and then go to catalina island and party afterwards or something <laughs> dude john my my literal five-year goal is to not be in worse shape and, uh... <laughs> i mean i'm not in the best shape i only recently got back into hiking and i've been doing that a lot to get back into shape but uh yeah it's covid was hard covid was rough with yeah. uh, it being in shape for sure but yeah. i'm doing yeah. a i'm doing a 15k on sunday and oh, nice. normally normally i'm like sure it's like 9.3 miles and like, is that a run normally normally it's like oh okay like i could do like like a mile every eight minutes and i, th I think i should be able to do Pretty it because yeah. you know I've, I've done like half marathon before i've done a marathon before but i'm I just like kind of stopped running for a while and I, I ran yesterday a 10 K and it was like, it was so painful. And, and I got like eight, eight and a half minutes per mile. And I, and I was just thinking like, Oh man, should I be concerned about Sunday? <laughs> I mean, how do your legs feel right now? Uh, right now, right now I feel fine. I, I took it at an easy pace because I knew I'm going to train every day and then except for Saturday. Gotcha. gotcha. So, yeah. Yeah. For me, when I run just around my like neighborhood, my legs hurt pretty often, I feel like. So I don't know if it's oh. just me running or something. So I'll run hmm. a mile, let's say, but I guess kind of fastish. Um, and then, yeah, get back home, stretch, feel good. And then next day, my legs often hurt. So I don't know if that's necessarily just, again, maybe my shoes, they are pretty old, or um, just not running 
right? Or maybe I'm hitting going too fast. I was uh I wasn't long distance. You need to slow down. Yeah, I wasn't long distance. I used to be a sprinter back in high school, so oh. definitely, definitely wasn't uh my forte to go slow. But uh but yeah, I'll look into that. But first, the swimming. <laughs> John, what are your other goals? Um, how many wives? How many wives? Oh man. Well, as my dad says, <laughs> six. Because you always need a day of rest on this. <laughs> <laughs> on, the, on Sunday. Always do that day. My dad once looked at my sister's boyfriend, and it was the first time he ever met dad. And they were coming here. Julia was going to a friend Sarika's wedding as a bridesmaid and whatnot. And so dad and mom and Julian are driving in the car to the wedding. And Julian's in the front seat with dad. And dad just looks over deadpan out of nowhere and just goes, So, Julian, would you rather have six wives? Well, it was seven. <laughs> and Julian, was so funny. Julian tells me the story a little bit later and he's like, I don't know. I, don't, I was just, I just, you know, I didn't know what to say. I was so confused. And was, you know, like, is this a trick question? Like, and he's like, just one, you know, like, the, you know, just one. And then dad's like, oh, really? That's disappointing. I would say six. Because on the seventh, you need a seventh day of rest on Sunday. <laughs> I was like, Dad, you're a bad, bad man. You bad boy. I, wow. I love it. <laughs> there you have it. We know, yeah, we my... know what you we know where your dad's priorities are, Hugh. <laughs> yeah, that would be so crazy to be asked that. <laughs> right? Like by your serious relationships father yeah that's funny i just think that's so funny and and julia's not even in the car it's oh, just man. julian no that's too funny <laughs> makes my life just makes me so happy hearing that story you gotta troll those i don't know yeah right like if bit. i if and when i ever have kids and a moment if that ever happens i need to figure out if there's a, a question that could top yeah, that moment yeah. to just put them <laughs> on their seat <laughs> exactly my little sister um she just turned 21 recently um, and so she's dating and wanted to introduce someone to our family for the first time, like my, me, myself and my dad, it's just us three. So it was a big deal. And my dad was very against it. Uh, yeah, I'd say he was kind of against it. He was like, I don't really want to meet the guy. I don't know about this. And then um, eventually we just did it and went out for, for dinner. And uh, a nice guy, real cool, nice dude. He's uh, just finished his master's program, going into, he's trying to be a lawyer. So he's about to go to um, yeah, do all do all that stuff, but uh, um, yeah, cool guy. And there was a moment where um, I was alone with him. I think my dad and sister went to the restroom or something. And uh, yeah, I was like, hey, so uh, like everything. I I said it was mainly just pretty much along lines of like, hey, hope everything continues going well, you know. And uh, but doesn't at the end of the day, I know where you live. And it was just such a nonchalant, like, bam, there you go. And you said like, that I did. I did. Say I it. know where I, you I, live. I it was like. It was, it was like, oh, yeah, I know. I know. By all means, everything will be fine. Or it was just so weird. But I was that like inner, like, hey, I got to make sure. What a you big bro. What yeah, a good gotta, job. Yeah, it was, it was very funny. <laughs> the rest of the time, I was like this. I was just laughing, being happy, talking about League of Legends and games in general. And then there's like one little instance where I was like, hey, I could say something here. <laughs> let him know. Yeah. Hey, Julian, if you're listening, I know where you live. I've never said it to you, but now I've taken inspiration. <laughs> yeah, this is funny. It's cool. Felt like a good older brother for a little bit. And yeah, it's cool. He's a nice guy. He really is. 
so there was no need for anything really but he's a cool guy that's great that's funny oh i have a i have a goal within the next five years i would like to not work the whole time and probably like take a a year off in another country yeah that's awesome do you do you have like a country in mind that your top one um oh sorry about that my my clock sings every hour it sounds so, great you can barely hear but so, just nice background music <laughs> yeah. that so really everyone, nice. <laughs> everyone who's listening it's now five o'clock and yeah it keeps going but anyways um yeah Yell your goals I, <laughs> I know, i'm like is he trying to get out of the goal <laughs> um so okay that's awesome so my my girlfriend and i have a fear that of us being like so like career oriented and just like kind of climbing up the ladder and like and like just aiming for these very like these these goals where that you know the kind of goals that like other people tell you matter yeah um and i don't i don't think of myself as as like a hugely ambitious person but i i can be when i need to um and so to counteract that we're we're planning after like whenever it feels right basically to both quit our jobs and then hopefully you know have saved up enough to live somewhere else for a year so right now we're thinking japan um so like east asia would be cool because um her family's from china my family's from korea we don't want to live in either of those countries but then it would be cool to visit um and yeah i mean japan is like safe it has a different language so we would we would do like a month or two of like a language immersion camp which would be super cool and yeah yeah it's it's i mean i i hope that it happens but like either way it's fun to think about it and plan for it and um hopefully when the time is right we'll uh kind of like come up with a list of like different different uh places and the pros and cons and like obviously there's there's a big incentive to go somewhere where it's really cheap so like vietnam would be great um but also somewhere where uh we want to learn the language and the culture um so it's beautiful there yeah just some some stuff on my mind and it and i was like oh okay like we we probably have to save up like this much for a year and i don't know we, like we can both do it and so yeah that's like that's like on on the 2d list so in, in five years if i have not done that i will be very disappointed Gotcha. That's such a great goal. I'm doing it with a significant other too. Like it's a good way to really grow that relationship and have a goal at the end too. Not at the end, my bad. A goal that uh, work towards together. Like that. That's that's amazing. That's awesome. Do you, would you say recently I've been talking a lot about relationships. Have would you say that you two push each other to accomplish your goals? Not just that. More like push each other to, to better yourselves. Like together. I don't know how to say this. Um, um. Uh, I guess she, she yeah. push you pretty much. I mean, I don't, I don't think we push. I think it's, I think it's more like, like she also works in the, in the tech world, but in a, in a different 
job function. And um, there's a lot, there's a lot of times where it's like, Hey, can, I'm about to like send this email to a, to a VP. Can you just read over it? I'm like, sure. Okay. Or it's like, Oh, I had this like really shitty meeting. And then I'll just like be there to listen or on my end, I'll, I'll be like, Hey, is it, is it rude not to send like a regards comma before they, like, <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> like sometimes I'm just like, Hey, blah, 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 John. <laughs> like, like, why is, why does everyone else do it? Is it rude not to, but like, yeah, I think that stuff in the work context and then, um, maybe it's kind of like a counteracting thing. So like for me, I have a relatively higher risk tolerance. And so like, I'll, I'll do things that are generally unsafe, but then like, you know, we like, we call it, we risk it for the biscuit. Like there's yeah. a cool prize at the end. So like an example, an example is um, we were driving from Portland to Bend, Oregon. And I forgot to, I forgot to get gas. And there was a, there was a giant, like it was like a 90 miles. And so we'd basically get to the destination, but then the, the car said we, we had like 92 miles oh really and then i was like i just started driving i was like i was like i think we can do it but it's like this is, this is like a 2009 corolla like the corolla doesn't know how how many miles it has left and we have we have a it's like a pretty heavy car so it was it was clearly a bad idea and but it would have been a cool outcome which is we don't have to drive back 30 minutes uh so but yeah, she was, she was the one that was like, nah, you, you should turn back. And I was like, all right, well, I would have, I would have driven if I was on my own and then, which potentially would have been really bad, but whatever. I'll let it. So I, I guess that's one way we're kind of like counterbalanced, but yeah, I, I don't, I don't feel like I need, I don't feel like I want to be like more ambitious or I don't feel like I want to like, like just make more money for the sake of making more money. And so, yeah. And I don't, I don't feel like I would want to like push someone in that direction either, but it's different if someone has certain goals or if like I have certain goals and like maybe if I'm like doubting myself or, or whatever, then like maybe it helps to have that person, but uh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. It definitely helps a lot to have that person there and and again even just talking about goals sometimes and being like hey i want to do these things and just like you guys did like hey we're going to take a year off or or so and just go to another country and just live there and have a great time like that's that's amazing it's really how it grows the relationship and in my mind it's like okay cool it's like it's it's a good way to to yeah just grow the relationship more (laughs) that's awesome didn't you say it was a non-negotiable in yours john like you're like i'm going (laughs) take it or leave it is this okay with you well, Wait, what do you abroad. Mean? didn't you is that is that something i remember right you were like no. i'm gonna move abroad for a year someday are you okay with that oh uh, no 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 that's different so um so when i was thinking about what is important to me and someone that i'm dating you know it's like people have pretty similar criteria it's like i want this this and this but it's like i was thinking about like what are what's really important to me that like might not be as important to someone else. And like one of the things I came up with was 
uh, I want to live in a Spanish speaking country in my forties with a wife and two kids. And, and I made sure, I made sure to like mention it up front. If I was, if I was like meeting someone or if it's like, it was like kind of the beginning and yeah, it was, it was interesting because like not everyone wants that. Like, it sounds kind of cool, but then there's all kinds of like trouble that you have to go through to, to make that happen, especially with two kids. Yeah. Uh, so once kids get involved, it things become harder for sure. You gotta worry about two more, two more heads, two more people. Yeah. And so that was, that was like a filter for me. I was like, I was like, I want someone who's like actually pretty free spirited and like wants to do these kinds of cool things. And like, it doesn't, she doesn't have to want exactly that, but I want her to have ideas and be like, Hey, like, you know, Norway is great this time of year. And I'd be like, great. <laughs> like, Let's like, go. yeah. And so, so that, that's my, that's my, uh, test, I guess. Um, but then, yeah. And in, in her case, she was like, Oh, that's cool. And it's like, but that's, that's like more than a decade from now. It's like, how about this <laughs> thing in three years? And I was like, hell yeah, let's do it. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, no, it's it's crazy. Dad has some stories where, and he's in his twenties. He's just like, yeah, I just decided one day when I've had because in school, when, uh, they would get like two months off and just for summer, autumn, and so he's like, yeah, I just took a bike trip down to France across and went through Europe and then bike back and then I made it back in time and then I hitchhiked with a few people and like, oh, right on, <laughs> or like, yeah, I just took. A bus and got some kids some students and we went over to you know rome and then went through all of the <laughs> other places and then and we went back like oh cool i mean denver's cool but you don't really get to do that as it's not it, it doesn't yeah. feel the same like even though i would be very down like cross country around the states because all of our national parks and all of the stuff i want to i want to get barbecue in tennessee yeah. Ooh, i really do like i really do um, but anyways i just feel like europe would be such a cool place to live and just live live for x amount of time well here Spanish you're the one mm-hmm. you're the one with dual citizenship so that's true, <laughs> that's true. brexit though <laughs> Ooh, brexit problems yeah scotland might be well, wanting to leave the uk ah. Ooh. all right anyways let's not even let's not even open the rabbit hole <laughs> but that's amazing uh it's yeah i yeah, i you're, you're the only one who hasn't shared a goal by the way yeah yeah no this is actually i don't have a five-year goal i don't know i don't know when nothing you should make one up i don't know uh We'll wait. It's cool. <laughs> we'll wait. <laughs> <laughs> like five years, I would be what? I'm 32. Yeah, I mean, okay. God. I also put one other goal I had that I didn't accomplish was uh, not to live in Arizona was my goal. And I still live in Arizona. So. Ooh, you stuck. Yeah. So even just yeah. like, uh, If you do move, just think about our friendship and unfriended yeah no no for (laughs) no i I like arizona a lot at the time i was just like you know i'm gonna get out of here seattle's amazing plus i'd been there a couple times already so i was like this is so much better than arizona in my mind better weather better i don't know food um at the time and tons of great stuff that i appreciated more and but now living here for so long and um having houses and a really tight 
uh, group of friends, uh, really grown to appreciate Arizona a lot more. Um, so no, yeah, you should I, still move. Try yeah, it. Okay. Try it out. Yeah. I don't like I, it here anyway. I did. I, you know, I did a little bit. I tried going to Portland for a little while. There. I know, right? So that was a that was a very interesting time. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's amazing. Yeah, I love it. I, I John even is a big foodie. They've been they've been really cool Ooh. food stuff. But I, I don't know if we can actually digress into such a tangent i'm just in the matter and respect of time yeah i think it's been oh. a fantastic episode and i am going to ask john the final question john wait what is the question we asked john oh, kim oh. oh what's up john oh. what do you want to say the question is your final goal you have to have oh no shoot no 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 no, no. We're <laughs> sorry there's not enough time I'll, we'll talk about it. i really don't know <laughs> Um, he's already accomplished all his goals I, I, I make you make some lot. make some uh make a cool company all right one day have a have a cool company or something I, I don't know something like that um I think we ask we ask what oh sorry go on no that's it I was I know what you're gonna ask but you, you you do it well oh uh John what are your words of wisdom that you want to impart to our listeners or any parting thoughts Live your life how you want to live it. Ooh. You heard it here first. <laughs> you heard it here first. That's fantastic. There's also a side little thing that uh, I'm going to advertise on behalf of John. I know that he wouldn't advertise it. He's only five episodes in and they, they kind of paused their oh, creation of this whoa. creative endeavor. But even before we started the Moon Tea, John and Nick started a YouTube channel called Seriously Serials, if I remember Ooh, correctly. And they stopped after five, but it was delightful. And what was the premise of it, John? Just reviewing cereals. Oh. That, was, that was it. And we loved it. And it was That's very awesome. fun. We stopped one week. Uh, I think I, it was on me, fully on me. I didn't feel like doing it one week. And then we just said, we just haven't done it since. And so, you know what? We'll, it's gonna it's gonna make a resurgence we're gonna well, come back this, i look forward weekend. to I'll, I'll put down the episode link six or whatever it is yeah link yeah. in the description we'll link it down yes, below we'll link it. Um, <laughs> thank you guys so much i really appreciate this this is awesome this is such a great time yeah this is amazing yeah thanks <laughs> thanks for coming on dude yeah, that was tons of fun <laughs> yeah I, I was like i was like what is this what are we gonna talk about i was like anything it's just gonna it's like an hour or so i was like yeah he's like ah, and i'm like it's gonna be fine yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Worked> <laughs> <out> great. <laughs> but yeah so everybody thank you again for tuning in to another episode of the moon tea podcast thank you so much senor john for tuning in and being one of our first listeners commenters and subscribers <laughs> mr kim it's been a pleasure always is here we are at the end of another episode where we talk about craft community and building meaningful careers please tune in next week like subscribe and give us a comment below see ya awesome bye everyone peace